From the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, I'm your host, AANP President April Kapu, and this is NP Pulse, the voice of the nurse practitioner. Welcome to NP Pulse, AANP's official podcast, bringing you unique nurse practitioner voices and expertise on issues that matter to NPs and our patients. One of the many benefits of AANP membership is the opportunity to make your voice heard by voting to select your association's leaders. By participating in AANP's annual elections, you can help shape the future of the association and the nurse practitioner profession. Voting is open now through March 31st, 2022. Today, we are joined by two past presidents of AANP and the current chair of the AANP Nominations Council. These three leaders have lived the elections process and have seen firsthand how having strong elected nurse practitioners representing AANP at the state level or serving on the AANP Board of Directors affects the strength and effectiveness of the association. Please give a big NP Pulse welcome to AANP past presidents, Dr. Joyce Nestrick and Dr. Sophia Thomas, and AANP Nominations Council Chair, Dr. Barbara Todd. Welcome to NP Pulse. We're here today with Dr. Joyce Knestrick, Dr. Sophia Thomas, and Dr. Barbara Todd. It's so nice to have you today. Thanks so much. It's great to be with you, April. Thank you for having me. Yes. Excited. Thank you for having us. This is a really exciting time. Well, it's definitely exciting for me. You all are amazing nurse practitioners. You have impacted so many patient lives. You're amazing leaders in healthcare, and you have really led as leaders in our organization, the American Association of Nurse Practitioners. We are here today to talk a little bit more about you and your background, as well as talk to our listeners about the importance of voting, because we are heading into an exciting election, March 10 through 31st of this year, we will be opening our election, and that will be for state representatives, regional directors, president-elect, so lots of different positions that are up, and so we wanted to talk a little bit more about that. But first, let's talk about you. I'd love to hear a little bit about your background, how long you've been a nurse practitioner, what you're doing these days. And then if you can name them all, you don't have to name them all, but could you share a little bit about the different roles or the hats that you have worn for AANP? So let's go to um, Dr. Barbara Todd. Is it okay if I call you Barbara? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right, Barbara, why don't you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, hi, my name's Barbara Todd. I am a nurse practitioner and I've been a nurse practitioner since 1984, believe it or not. My career actually started in family practice, but I had a very keen interest in acute care, so I'm duly certified 
in family and acute care. My clinical interest has been in cardiovascular health with a specific focus on valvular heart disease. And I really have enjoyed that clinical work that I've done. Mm -hmm. And more recently, I really have really enjoyed uh, precepting, looking at precepting models and how we transition new NPs into practice. I've been a longstanding member of AAMP since 1985. Um, And during the course of my membership, I've served in several capacities. One, I was part of the um, uh, conference planning committee. I've been uh, a member of the nominations council. I've been on the diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. Uh, I'm a fellow. Uh, And now I'm serving in this role of chair of the nomination council, which I'm really excited about. It just began my term. Wow. And so you joined AANP in 1985. Oh, that's amazing. That's wonderful. And have done so many. You've just named a few of the committees that you've been on and have led for the organization. Um, But now the chair of the nominations council, we'll come back to that because that's a very important role when we're talking about the AANP elections. Let's turn it over to Dr. Joyce Canestric. Joyce, want to share? Hi. Yeah, so I've been a nurse practitioner not quite as long as Barbara for uh, 30 years, and I'm a family nurse practitioner. And Barbara and I have a connection because not only are we from the same state, she's living (laughs) in the opposite ends of the state from me now, uh, but we also have a a connection to Appalachia where uh, Barbara um, started. And so, and I practice uh, in a clinic in West Virginia and... um, we see all low income and Medicaid uh, patients in our clinic. And so we really provide a service to the community and it is very, uh, uh, very complicated patients. I would say that we see, um, you know, in our practice, mostly related to their social determinants of health. Okay. So, and I've been there for a long time, but um, in addition uh to that practice, I was also involved in a practice on the West Virginia-Pennsylvania border for a long time that was a nurse uh, practitioner-run clinic, also uh, a community-based health center. Uh, Eventually, we turned it over to a a local um, FQHC in the area because uh, I practice, um, as uh, Barbara does, as an associate professor at George Washington University, and so uh, you can't do everything. So, uh, but, you know, we, I do feel like we left a legacy from that clinic uh, to caring for those vulnerable populations on the Pennsylvania, West Virginia border in Appalachia. And so as far as AMP, um, I started off as the West Virginia state rep okay. uh, many years ago. And I also served on um, the a co-chair of the uh, National Conference Committee, the Fall Conference Committee Chair, and I've been on the Policy Conference uh, Committee several times and also served as Region 3 Director, which is uh, Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, and also um, served as Treasurer, and then I served as President and so um, I've spent many years, I uh, feel like many years of my life <laughs> at AMP, which is a good thing because I've always been willing 
and eager to to advance the nurse practitioner role within nursing and to get nurse practitioners at every table that we could to have our voice heard, which is very important. And that's one of the reasons why you need to get out and vote so that our voices are heard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, both of you have done so much to lay the foundation for not only AAMP, but for our profession. And so I want to get to Dr. Sophia Thomas, our immediate past president. Uh, Sophia, tell us a little bit more about your background. Okay, well, I followed in Joyce's very big footsteps. Um, so she, she left big shoes to fill um, after her term as president. I have been a nurse practitioner for 26 years. So oh. listening to, to Barbara and Joyce, I feel like I'm, I'm a baby. Um, <laughs> but practicing for 26 years, I'm a family and pediatric nurse practitioner, so duly certified. And I practice in a community health center just outside New Orleans, um, caring very much for the same type of patient population that Joyce does in her practice. Uh, I also serve as a, um, an expert witness uh, for nurse practitioner scope of practice um, and standards of care. And, you know, I, I think um, Joyce or Barbara, I'm not sure which said you can't do it all, but I feel like we do try to do it all. Absolutely. Do? <laughs> um, so I, I rarely say no and certainly um, never say no to AANP. I've been involved in the association since I was a baby nurse practitioner and really grew up in the association and I've served in gosh, countless roles and um, on committees as well as elected and appointed positions. I've been the Louisiana State Representative, the Region 6 Director, which is Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and it used to include New Mexico as well. Um, um, oh, the Awards Committee, the Conference Committee, I mean, I, just a whole host of things on that I've on. on and on. And then uh, most recently served as the the president of the association, which was you know just the the, the pinnacle of, of my professional career, getting to really give back to the association and to our members to really try to drive our mission forward, um, you know, with the board of directors. And you have done that, Sophia. You uh, led throughout the pandemic, and that was just an amazing, amazing. Um, presidency, and you um, were so strong and kept everybody going through some of the most challenging times in our in our careers. So thank you for all. Thank you all for your service. I know we're here today to talk about the AANP elections that are coming up March 10 through 31st. But what you have done is just really illustrated leadership and the many opportunities to lead within our organization. And that could be committees. You mentioned the history committee, the research committee, the practice committee. Um, that could be being part of our communities that we have. We have over 23 communities now. There are so many different opportunities. You could speak, you could present a poster. All of this is through and made possible through our association, and it's a member-driven association. So you have really highlighted those professional and leadership pathways. I think a lot of people, when they think about AANP, they think about all the rich learning opportunities, the conferences, the podcasts, the online learning, or they think about the networking or the advocacy on a state and federal level, but the leadership is just huge. And that's where we're really driving to today. We are going to be talking about 
our upcoming elections where we're going to be electing leaders from our associations. Now, you have to be a member in order to be in an ele- in our, one of our AANP elections. And you have to be a member for, you know, before February 1 of this year. And almost every member can elect and, and vote. Now, students have a little bit of a difference. They can only vote for the people in their state, their state representatives. But other than that, everyone can vote. And we really do need people to vote. I want to share with our listeners, because not many of them may know, but we have state representatives for every state in the United States. And so many of those state representative positions are up for election in March. And then we have geographical groupings of states, like Sophia just mentioned, where we have regional directors. And those regional directors sit on our board of directors for our organization and really drive the future of where we're going as an association. We're up to over 120,000 members, but where we're going as a profession. So it is very important that all of our members take time to vote. So I want to hear a little bit more from you because I know each of you are very passionate about this. And so I wanted to maybe let's hear from Sophia. Let's hear from you first. Why is it so important to vote in our election for AANP? Well, you know, that's a great question, April. And, And I'll tell you that somebody once said somewhere inside all of us is the power to change the world. And, you know, I think it's 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 one vote at a time. And certainly for our association, um, we want our members' voices heard. And the thing about AANP is we actually listen to our members. When we get emails from members um, with different questions or comments or suggestions, we actually take those to heart. We, we look at those individually, and, and oftentimes they go right up to our board of directors and CEO. So we listen to our members. And so as such, as, as a member-driven organization, Every member's voice counts. We have to elect those nurse practitioners that are going to lead the organization, drive the mission, develop the programs um, and activities that that we you know we develop for our members. So it's so important to vote, um, just so your voice is heard. Because at AANP, we do hear your voice, and um, so today, uh, as this podcast is dropping. All, all of our members have received an email saying, vote now, click here. And it's so quick and it's so easy. Um, you can you can vote in two minutes time. You can see all of our elected, uh, our candidates' bios and, and videos that they've uploaded to, to let our members know a little bit about themselves. It's such a quick and easy process. So I encourage all of our listeners to take that opportunity to go vote because at AANP, your voice is heard and the first way um, you can make your voice heard is, is actually by voting. That's absolutely right. Every single member needs to vote because that's having their voice heard. I absolutely agree. And, you know, we talked about um, having there are several positions on the slate. So state representatives, region directors, some of the other elected officers, but Also, Sophia, you bring up a really good point. We actually have, if there's ever a bylaws change or a proposed bylaws change, our members need to vote on those bylaws changes. 
And sometimes they may weigh for or against. So every single vote matters. The voice matters. So I'm going to ask Joyce. So a lot of people may be saying, you know what, I'm just going to let everybody that's a lot more involved do the voting. I just joined AANP not too long ago. I, you know, I really don't think it matters if I vote. I mean, what are your thoughts about this? Well, I think every member matters. And I, as Sophia said, that we're a member-driven organization. And therefore, every member is important and your vote is important. If you're not sure who to vote for, just take the time to look at the, the bios, read the bios, look at the, at the videos that are available. And that will help you make a decision. Ask other people you know. I also want to mention, if you get the email or you don't get an email about voting and you're a member, you might want to check your junk mail and make sure that you look for it in there because sometimes people say, oh, I never got that. But we find out later that that went to their junk mail. So I think that's important to bring up at this talk um, that we look, uh, that you look into your junk mail and make sure that your, your opportunity to vote is there because we don't want to leave you out. We want to make sure that you vote for, um, for whoever's you're voting for in your state. Some are voting for region directors. Some are voting for state reps. Some are voting for nominations council, which also is going to be led here by Barbara, but is also extremely important because those are the people who are vetting uh, the individuals who are running for positions. So this, this is many opportunities blended into one for you to get your voice heard. And, you know, it's your profession. You want to move it forward. You want to be involved. And so just take that few minutes, as Sophia said, and, and let your voice be heard. And Absolutely. Joyce, well, I was going to say, April, you know, Barack Obama said there's no such thing as a vote that doesn't matter. And, you know, obviously he's speaking about, you know, possible uh, local, state or, or federal elections. But certainly that goes to the elections of an association as well. It's, it's, it's just so important for everybody. Our members are... Are, are valuable to us. So we, it's just critical that all of our members get engaged. And, and April, you talked about all the different things that AANP offers to our members. And, and the other thing we offer to them is the opportunity to vote for their leaders. That's absolutely right. Absolutely. So I would just dovetail on what you're saying too, because I think voting regardless of the venue is so critical. And I, I think it's something I just didn't take for granted. And if I think about my ancestors who didn't have opportunity to vote. So even if I'm voting in a public election or I'm voting in an organizational election, it's my voice and I'm not gonna let my voice be suppressed. Exactly. So voting in AAMP is critical for that reason. We should not have our voice suppressed for who we want to be the leaders of our organization. So it's imperative of all of us as members to really get out, vote, and we determine the outcome. You know, outcomes yep. don't happen you know, organically, outcomes happen because you express your voice and your opinion about a candidate who's on the slate. Exactly. Absolutely. And I think that's important yep. because our, our not only is our country diverse, but AMP and nurse practitioners are diverse and they are representing all these diverse populations that they serve. And so if we're not voting for, for people who think like us or uh, act like us, then maybe the, our patients are not getting um, represented either. So I think we have to think about that diversity of the 
various cultures that we represent around the the country. Well, you're right, you know, Joyce, because at the end of the day, whoever we're voting for, the leaders, the state representatives, the, the, the board of directors, the officers are going to be, you know, representing the association in the public, uh, working towards the mission. Um, certainly the nominations council, which I'm sure Barbara's going to speak to, the nominations council actually helps select and vet the candidates for office. So who can even serve to begin with? So uh, we're going to be electing our nominations council as well. And that's probably, I would I would argue, one of the very most important positions in the entire association um, to I have agree. good nominations council to actually put forth these candidates. Absolutely. Totally agree. Now, Sophia, you bring up a really good point. Let's take a moment to talk a little bit more about the nominations council, Barbara, um, and as we're as our listeners are listening in today, just know that our elections open March 10 and they're open through the 31st of March. Now, you will receive that email. If you don't get the email, listen to Joyce's advice. Check your spam. But you can also go to AANP.org forward slash vote. And just based on you signing in your user ID and your password, you can vote that way as well. So Barbara, tell us a little bit more about the nominations council because they're doing all the behind the scenes vetting. This is a tremendous lift. It's all volunteer on behalf of our organization and our profession. Yeah, no, thanks, April. The uh, the work of the Nominations Council, I can't really overstate it. I, as Sophia said, it's really critical work. We are in the forefront of vetting all the candidates who ultimately end up on the slate, you know, pending the approval of the board. So we have an opportunity to see the talent from around the country. We have an opportunity to vet them from appropriateness for leadership in our organization, realizing that they are representing AAMP and representing us to the public as this professional group. So the, the work of, is vetting of the nomination council, vetting of the uh, board of director members, you know, vetting of the state representatives, you know, checking references, ensuring that there is no conflict of interest as it relates to their participation in leadership roles in AAMP. So the work uh, is critical um, and it's, it's important work as we prepare the slate for the future leaders of our professional group. Um, it's, it's a lot, it's, you know, this, the scope of the nomination council, I think when I first joined, uh, as a member, I didn't quite understand it fully, uh, but I got a quick lessons from Joyce and James and, and others who were on the committee, but, but the work, I, I can't just o overstate how important it is in terms of shaping who we are as a professional group. Totally agree. And and the Nominations Council, you've been on the Nominations Council for many years, um, Barbara, and you all have done a fantastic job in preparing this slate. And it is truly um, a labor of love because you're so committed to the association and to our profession. And again, for those listeners, please, um, aamp.org forward slash vote during March 10 through 31st. It's an important time for us. An important time in history. We're going big places as nurse practitioners. We're well over to 325,000 nurse practitioners across the United States. 
And we just continue to grow. And so having our voice heard, this is one step in a very big way to have our voice heard. So any other comments or anything you'd like to share before we wrap up today? Just get out and vote. Get out and vote. Absolutely. Get out and vote. And, and you know, we all know that voting is important and, and we want people to to just like you're using your your oath as a citizen to be able to vote for your elected candidates and elections. It's so important to get involved and get engaged in your professional association. One of the first things that you can do is is vote and get involved. But, you know, on another note, April, I have to say, if, if our members and those listening haven't actually just gone to the AANP website and looked at everything that AANP has to offer um, to our members, it, it's just amazing um, what the board of directors has put together uh, for our members, the different products and services, the valuable education and so many clinical resources. I encourage everybody to do that. And of course, for me, I'll have to say in, in ending up, it's been, you know, just such an honor and pleasure to be able to have served in the role of president. And, and I'm sure Joyce can echo that. Um, it's just to serve the nurse practitioner profession. Um, it, it's been such a joy and, and a great honor. I, I'm glad you brought up the website, Sophia, because if you go to that website and you see what's on there, it's because the members have spoken and they've said, this is what we need as an association. This is what we need to support our practice, education. Education is career long. Advocacy, which is huge. All of the different research efforts that we're involved in, the grants and scholarships for our students, all the student resources that are out there. It just goes on and on. We just, um, we just, um, announced our slate of the of the 2022 leadership executive leadership program cohort it's just wonderful to hear all the offerings and it's because of our members and that they have spoken up and so i want to say to that point sophia we are 120,000 strong but we have power in numbers so if you have anyone that you know any nurse practitioners any students in your courses that are not members of aanp I would encourage them first to join as members. And then next year when we open up the vote, they will be eligible to vote. So uh, joining AANP is a huge step in having your voice heard as well. So Barb, we want to roll it to you. Any <laughs> final comments before we wrap up today? I would say vote now. <laughs> vote now. That is absolutely right. Join and now. Vote now. <laughs> join now. Vote now. And you know, later. <laughs> and, and, the, and these days it's not get out the vote. It's from your armchair or while you're walking on your phone. I mean, it is easy to do. Just get that email, vote, read about those candidates, vote, or you can go to the website, sign in at aamp.org forward slash vote. Thank you all so much for joining. I feel so um, just lucky to be able to spend some time with you all on this podcast today. Thank you. Well, it's been great to be with you, April. Thank you so much for having us. Thank, Thank you. you April. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Make your voice heard. Vote. Thank you, Joyce, Sophia, and Barbara. Your leadership has helped to steer the association for so long. And it is my hope that every AANP member listening will prioritize exercising their duty and right to select the next group of AANP leaders.
To our listeners, please check out the podcast description on whichever platform you're listening for the link to go vote. It takes less than five minutes to cast your ballot, and your vote is so important in making sure your unique needs and viewpoints are represented as future association decisions are made. Please subscribe to this podcast, share with your colleagues, and check back regularly for new episodes. And as always, be kind, be safe, be effective, and be the voice of the nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm.